Yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy A.L. Newton and you're tuned in to another episode of A Newt Perspective. I'm so glad that you started your week off or found time in your week to listen to the old perspective. And uh, can't lie, I'm sitting in front of the golden microphone tonight. A tad bit frustrated. can only be frustrated with myself. Um, I should have finished college a long time ago. should actually probably be uh have have a doctorate uh in a number of things but i hate how do i want to say this i'm not very smart my mama hates when i say that but i'm not very i'm very self-aware not in a self-deprecating way and so sometimes being in certain settings just challenges pieces of me that i don't like and so I just got done doing an assignment that I'm like, yeah, 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 kind of drab, didn't understand. I don't know if I didn't understand the instructions or if I just didn't read the instructions. Um, it's, it's funny uh, that I say that uh, the book I'm reading really should be done by now um, by, by Adam Grant is one of the things he talks about is how comfortable we become in what we don't know and not realizing that what we know really is only a little bit of what we should know and so i'm taking one on the chin of a little bit of uh oh i shouldn't have breathed in the mic like that just then sorry if i blew your eardrums out um but challenging myself to be okay with hey one you got it wrong but two you got it wrong because you didn't do what you should have done is a really awkward and hard space for me um it's a really awkward and hard reality it's a it's a flaw that i hate to deal with uh not that i can't handle being wrong um but i think i think i'm stuck in imposter stage a lot or maybe because other things that happen around me i sometimes wonder if i'm an imposter in certain situations and it's really starting to frustrate me. Um, and it's really starting to challenge uh, the core of who I say I am. But you know what I do have? I have um, I have perspective. I have just me and a couple of my closest friends that uh, don't mind listening to me vent about what goes on. I just... <sighs> And, and I've got stuff on the show notes. Maybe maybe I just need to get this off my chest in this form. Because I do value education. God knows I do. God knows I want my kid to go get as many free degrees as possible with as little debt as possible. I, I love sitting around people who have studied and done the work. Um, but sometimes your gifts and graces are more than enough. And I challenge where we are in society where we look past a person's gift or graces for the qualifier qualifier for education. Certain things, yeah, absolutely, positively, you should have. Um, But comparing it to sports, (laughs) could you imagine LeBron James being forced to play college for a league year when his gifts, his natural gifts and graces made him ready for the next stage? Some people need it. Some people don't. Um, And I am really struggling with that, especially because my whole life um, gifts, graces and uh, my mama's good looks have been what have gotten me by. 
and and I'm starting to enter some spaces. It's weird here at 32. I think I'm 32. I'm having to challenge that where gifts and graces, and and in some places, I don't think um, I have had more wisdom. I, I think about it a lot. Um, my great grandmothers were schooled by life. And the stuff they just said, I still lean on, still use for preaching notes, still do that type of thing. Um, there are a lot of people who have a lot of wisdom, are very well vetted. I worked for a company um, that the CEO of the largest restaurant chain in the world uh, does not have a college degree, started as a dishwasher and worked in his gifts and graces made room for him. If you listen to the number of people who get it up out of the mud they don't have it and so there's a delicate delicate very fine balance and it is whooping my behind in every circle that i run in except for the circle that i'm familiar with and so sometimes we have to ask ourselves if we stay with familiarity or if we transition back to what we know i'm telling you i have been jobless uh with zero income and I am broker now than I have ever been. Um, making a salary that I made <laughs> ten years ago. Uh, Raymond Raymond ramen noodles and water pour right now. Um, but I, I fight the urge to go back to what I know because I right now love what I do wonder how often that happens to us how often do we sacrifice loving what we do for our comfortability i think that's a, a good question that's a good serious debate i know a number of people who are extremely comfortable and have zero love not just in what their work um not just in their well, in not just with work in their relationships and their marriages and their finance very comfortable don't love it at all and i know people who love it and can't uh get comfortable in it and 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 that is a wrestling um wrestling match that i am having eternally and in internally and I think that just felt so good to say out loud that I'm struggling with that not in a depressed way not in a sad way not in a go get I don't know what way um I <laughs> I've got a competitive nature and I'm competing with me knowing that the only person who has ever really beat me is me so I'm going up against the one person that I know how to beat and the one person that knows how to beat to beat me. And it's it's scary because com competing with yourself sometimes when you know self's weaknesses the most is is I, I really could go on a tangent about that alone. I, I could I could have an hour long conversation about what it feels like to compete against yourself knowing you know how to beat yourself I think that's a lot of our problems is that we compete with ourselves, knowing that ourself knows us the best and so at the end of the day you can't break my soul at least that's what I'm telling myself right now how about the queen how about queen bee how about Beyonce how about 
her wonderfulness. I <laughs> to know me is to know my love for Beyonce. I'm the only person I know that had one song on repeat 36 times, whatever it was, and it was Halo, 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 Halo. Yeah, that's that's my jam. That's my joint. I was just talking about that tonight at dinner with Nicole and JJ. So JJ, I really thought because I always said if you know me, there are a lot of things I always said I was gonna marry. But like I was like hardline, I'm not. I'm, I'm marrying a woman who can sing me Halo. Like I I I have been. <laughs> I've been gotten more than once from a lady who sang it or played it because I made it. I made it very well. Like that was a weakness. So. Uh, Nicole's not a singer and she can play something. She plays two or three instruments um, or she has played two or three instruments in, 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 uh, in her earlier years. Um, she could read music and knows that. Da, 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 da. So I didn't think she was going to play Halo down, but I thought she's come down the aisle to Halo. I just knew. I just knew. She, she'd, have, she'd have came down the aisle to Halo. They'd have had to catch me from off the ground. But I love Beyonce. I do. Um, I'm really impressed with the album. Really impressed with, because um, I'm not a big house music man. I think Drake failed. Um, now, I have to give Drake the in the car listen. I promised my cousin, uh, one of my cousins, that I would do that because he was like, yeah, you're going to get down the road and be bopping to it and not realize that that's what you're bopping to. And there have been one or two songs on the Drake album. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should give that another chance. But uh, Beyonce, this album really was flawless in the sense of um, it was for who it was for. The transitions are ridiculous. And it introduced a number of people back to the music that uh, we danced and grooved to uh, in the 70s and the 80s. I think what she did on the song Church Girls or church girl was ridiculous uh <laughs> if i were a single man i would love to sit at a brunch and uh eat and chill with the homies and just watch all the church girls go off when it said drop it like a thotty drop it drop it like a thotty and i just got done reading a think piece on how many church girls struggle with being holy and being human and it opens up a great debate of dying in the flesh uh, and I struggle. I'm, I'm I'm talking about my struggles tonight. So, or some of my struggles. I struggle with that, even being who I am, um, and and having one of the greatest Bible teachers in the world, and my grandma. I struggle with that. The 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 notion of holy versus human, because there are human acts that we must partake in. Um, let, let's let's just the most obvious. <laughs> No part of me wants to hear gospel music uh, when I'm doing my thing, right? You know, no part of me wants to, I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan, but that is not who I want to hear me groan when I'm doing my thing. Like there there are certain essences and, and motions and things, things I think you can enjoy without sacrificing your holy. I just uh, tweeted and updated about P-Valley and people are, your inbox I, i'm i'm uh i'm turning everything off in august you'll only get perspective damn it um but it's like why why can't i sit back and watch a show and offer a critique 
Why can't I? Why do we subject people to say that they can't walk and chew gum at the same time? That doesn't mean you live to the one. Uh, to know me is to know even just the P Valley references. To know me is to know I hate strip clubs. I hate a strip club. Hate a strip club. I've gone to some, some very nice ones. To, to for all of 30, 30 minutes, fell in love with a stripper. Don't mind saying it, but I hate strip clubs because you leave. With at least my experience, I, every time I say this to somebody, oh, you don't know what you're doing, man. The girls, the girl. Maybe I don't. Maybe I just didn't have as much luck with women as I thought I did maybe I'm just as lame as people say I am but you leave a strip club aroused with an empty wallet going home to try to find somebody to you know what I mean like that strip clubs just aren't my vibe but I enjoy the show P Valley I enjoy the way it's written people it, when when women are just reading it uh, when they're reading and listening to um, the lyrics of Church Girl can relate. But she, 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 she really told. Um, she really told a story, and I think that um, she is still on top. There are people who don't like Beyonce and don't like Beyonce's music. I mean, I can't relate. That ain't. Uh, <laughs> that is not my testimony. Okay. Cause I know way too many lyrics and I'm very secure in uh, in my masculinity so she she got off church girl she got off plastic off the sofa just the name alone <laughs> I, I, to my uh, white listeners I don't know somebody correct me and tell me because I genuinely don't know but as a black man who knew people who had plastic on their furniture thank goodness that that was none of my uh, grandmothers or great grandmothers or my mom I got some cousins that lived like that but um, plastic off the couch was just was just dope okay um, our, 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 our cuff it was just dope cozy is my favorite song on the album don't ask me why she's done again she's 40 like 40 40 and if she's gone under the knife it's not noticeable it's not visible it's having this debate about what I'd have done if I'd have won that billion dollars and I got friends that tell me I'm crazy because I said I probably would have gone to work or I probably would have paid somebody to do my job full time and I could just show up when I want to show up uh, but <laughs> if, I, if I'd have got that, that, that billion dollars I'm almost like I don't know what I'd do with it I do I think I do I'd, I'd definitely go have whatever the male version of a BBL is, okay? Because pictures are really unforgiving to me. I'm not as huge as I look. My clothes just fit ill because I'm in between those stages. You know, when you're losing weight again, that stage in between too big and too small, even when you're a big boy. Uh, but that's probably what I'd do. I'd, I'd go get uh, some little fake uh, abs put in because I'm never going to do the work on abs to get them. So. <laughs> Nevertheless, if she if Beyonce has had, I'm off the rails. If, if Beyonce has had plastic surgery, uh, it doesn't show. She she really is a gift, and her and Jay are a gift, and 
I just I just love their life. I really do. I I um I appreciate it. So speaking of people loving their lives and speaking their truth and being two things at once, sometimes that's 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 backwards to me, right? I can't say that I want to ooh, very fine line. No, don't want to use that analogy. Nope, nope, nope. Come back. Anthony, you were gonna say something you really didn't mean on this on this airway. <laughs> um there, there are certain things that are non-negotiable, okay? Uh, certain folks you just can't mess with about certain things. It's just the way I feel, especially, and I don't say what I'm thinking, right? And so I, it really bugs me. It really bugs me. People say sometimes, if you listen to the podcast by now, you know that I preach to people sometimes, you can't say that you live this, but, but I acknowledge that I do this. Like, I'll never not say that I don't drink because I do what I do don't do is very rarely do i get drunk very rarely do you see that okay i I don't have multiple wives i have one um but i understand that notion of still seeing somebody and be like oh what if and having to slap myself and say hey no that's not like that's some people like that some people say that's too honest some people say no no my wife does it like i know how to be honest with who i am and balance those books i'm not the man i want to be i'm growing and learning and try to be that so i get that piece of it some things are just non-negotiable what I would never do is go and vote for one thing and do another. Right? Like, I, that was one of my biggest issues with the abortion bill is most of the people that I personally know who have had abortions, their families are staunch and strong conservatives. Right? That, like, that's the part that blew my mind because you would go and do it anyway. Right? Um, so this... Senators representative who voted no on a bill that would protect gay marriage then proceeded to go to his son's wedding where he married a man. Uh, you know Newt, you know Newt love everybody. I catch a lot of flack for that. I've got straight friends who can't understand why I associate, have talked, some of my closest friends are gay. I because <laughs> when Montrez was on, I I, I told y'all when I really got that lesson in high school that just because a person's gay don't mean they want me and even if they want me that don't mean they can have me ask the women that I particularly chased after it, it was that was a real ass, real behind statement to say to somebody and so how do you vote no and then go and do how how I <laughs> Oh, I'm representing my constituency. Well, there are some things that I don't think I could do even if it represented my constituency. And if your constituency knew this about you, would they have put you in place? I gotta give I gotta give the GOP that. They they God, they are solid. Um, I was reading this this uh list of accomplishment that Biden has actually gotten done, and I realized it was like goodness gracious like i knew these legislations went in and i knew this took effect but i really hadn't looked at it in totality because one there really isn't a villain like the villain is an old villain he's played out it would be like if the avengers brought back thanos and you're like oh we already saw him die like can we be a new thing he, he or like we, we've told that story and some of it that he's done is like wow but you know what and and this is probably not an original thought and it's fact is in a shared thought stolen from the group message democrats are horrible with messaging 
those Republicans really can do and say or can't say one thing and do another. Mitch McConnell and old boy from uh, 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 McCarthy, they got on the floor. They said these things. Whoop de whoop de whoop. They voted to do the other. Like it blows my mind. Okay, and I haven't even picked back up and talked to them about the January sixth committee or, or some of this other testimony to come out. I ain't talked about uh, Don Boy lunging for the wheel. I haven't talked about these tech, the Secret Service. I ain't talked about it. I'm gonna wait until we get a few more testimonies and then give overall uh, running notes. I just I couldn't imagine dealing with looking with smiling in people's face. I, maybe that's why some people think. Uh, people can be phony when you can do that and or, or when you're not willing to budge on it and they're like oh well you're not willing to budge so I, I, I don't know I, I genuinely am at a loss on why even the people that voted for him because their issue just isn't with the law it's with the people right blows my mind I <laughs> speaking of people side note so uh, if you know where we live it is um, on our particular piece of property on our acreage surrounded by my wife's family but there is a piece of property that we've been trying to secure all between the family for a good little minute and it is um, currently owned by I don't know how they got it in this landlocked grid of chocolate um, a, a, a group of Caucasians I don't know the family dynamic um, <laughs> and uh, they've said little stuff walking back and forth before and, and oh you know invite neighbors to the bar that kind of stuff I'm like uh, uh, okay kind of waving but now they're, they have a new flag outside of their house which is half of the American flag and half of the confederate flag which is actually against the US code for the flag but it's hanging outside of their house so I am fighting the petty urge cause we got a lot of land <laughs> we got a lot of land right butted up to the back of their house own it pay the taxes on it okay i'm fighting the urge to have the most ratchetest most ghettoest most livest most loudest most drunkest most highest most full of black ignorance i can have behind this man's house um <laughs> i'm I'm fighting that urge. See, but sometimes when you got urges, you got to kind of check yourself. Because <laughs> if you don't, you could get yourself in this situation like this IG model. Sorry for not knowing her name, praying for her situation, uh, who got so weak, passed out, was in the hospital, didn't realize that she had had AIDS from eight to 10 years. The doctors were looking at it, debilitated her body so bad. She's associated with a bunch of uh, superstars. And people that she slept with over the years and over that 10 year span unprotected. I am not in that realm anymore. Okay. I don't have to worry about unprotected sex again in my life. I just don't. <laughs> and even though I don't, even though before I got married, um, my wife and I knew each other's status, even through date. Like we, that was just a, one of our to do lists, right? Um, we still get checked. Stuff lays dormant. Um, 
I mean, there's a number of reasons. When we go to the doctor, when we're going to see a specialist for another situation, like they ran it to make sure that there was nothing there that could be preventing uh, what, we, what we were trying to work on. Everybody ought to know their status. There is no shame, um, especially with HIV. There are so many drugs now that, that it can show up negative on a test that only your doctor would be able to pull it up that gets your level so low that you can't what that that it is very hard for you to pass um there's no reason to not know your status most things are cured with a shot uh, and and the bump is the bump they haven't cured the bump yet okay but even then there are ways to safely protect yourself and other people with the uh from the bump and so that is an adult conversation um i don't think I ever asked really somebody what their what their sexual preference or, or what their sexual uh, uh, disease record, what their health record looked like if they, you know, I, I I've never had to have a shot. I've never had any of those things uh, for the. <laughs> I almost told another lie, uh, but <laughs> um, but use protection as much as possible. Okay, I I know. Trust me, I know. I know. I know, fellas. I know. It ain't comfortable. It ain't this. It ain't the real thing. I know. I told myself those same lies. Okay, prayerfully, thankfully, I came out on the other side unscathed. However, it could have been, might have, should have been, or much worse. Okay, we don't all have magic money, but now magic treatment is around. Okay, so I just think it's mind blowing that adults in their third like. I, I'm almost positive every physical I've gone to at MD, not the high school physical where they barely check you, right? Um, they've done blood work and they've done an STD test. I'm, almost every doctor I've had, I'm almost positive, um, has has processed that for me. Um, Bill Russell, rest in peace. Uh, not going to lie to you all and cap and tell you all I can tell all the statistics. I know he's the most decorated champion uh, in any sport. I know that he is a uh, civil rights. Um, the way the way he pushed for civil rights in certain areas was pretty great. I'm a Lakers fan, so I respect Bill Russell, but he's still Bill Russell from the Celtics, right? I was listening the other day when somebody was talking about the greatest of all time. And, and there is a great debate and, and the top three on their list are the top three on my list uh, but it was, it was Nick Wright and he had it MJ Kareem and then LeBron which I just think is asinine I think those are the three best players who have ever picked up a basketball um, and they didn't include Bill Russell in that list because they were saying a lot of times uh, that, that Bill Russell didn't go against some of the better African American players because there was another league at the time so um, respect to him um, did not know his family makeup didn't know uh, that he benefited from the Supreme Court's <laughs> decision to upgrade in her, uh, or to withhold or uphold um, to uphold <laughs> interracial marriage that was a that one threw me for a loop um but you know people are dying they never died before right 
and these people are getting to 88 and 89 i had to talk with god now i gotta get some more of this fat off of me but i really really god if you can i don't i don't know if a male in my family i don't know as well about my dad's side pretty sure uh, i i know on my mama's side somebody will correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think i've had a male family member live past 80 um and so i talked to god if god can give me 85 uh that would be 10 years after the mandatory retirement in my particular denomination of faith if i were to stay and, and ride it out to retirement age god give me 10 years to actually enjoy it um at least at least and so uh Shout out to those folks because they're the inspiration. If I can get, uh, like I said, I don't think I've had a male family member go past 80. Might not have had one go past 75. Uh, which is which is crazy in itself. It's crazy in itself. So I'm going to leave with this. And it's a little bit on the maybe inspirational, sappy, motivational, however you want to take it. And it's on the show notes. Didn't realize I would start the show. So I think it's even a kick in the behind for me. Um, it was raining the other day and I went to go reach for my umbrella. I have had countless umbrellas. Uh, almost always, even if I see an umbrella, buy an umbrella. Because I always feel like there's not an umbrella in my car. Uh, and umbrellas cannot just be good for rain, but for sun. And so I went to go get an umbrella. It was raining and I was frustrated. And I was actually uh, dressed in, in, in my, my nicer clothes that fit. There's also a, a sermon to be written about when you buy expensive clothes, how they fit to fit. Um, nevertheless, I digress. But I had some, some, some very nice clothes on and it was just raining. And I wanted, I needed to get out of my car. And I was like, where is my umbrella? And I realized that my umbrella is in the place where all of my umbrellas go which is to my wife's car because if it's raining or if i know it's going to rain or see it's going to rain i always grab my umbrella i have a i keep a larger golf umbrella i was taught that men carry big umbrellas women carry small umbrellas a man it's just what i told if it's sex if it's wrong y'all whatever um but i was taught that you carry a large umbrella because you can uh safely and comfortably escort a woman under umbrella if you need it escort multiple people under there keep yourself so i keep a big umbrella i try to keep her with a smaller umbrella but anytime i know we're going somewhere it's gonna rain i take my umbrella out put it in her car um when it's raining i'm normally the one who brings my umbrella in so if it's raining the next morning she grabs my umbrella and goes and so this this was the message I got in it. The message I got in it is sometimes we sacrifice the thing that we have for us to protect us, saying that it's in the name of protecting other people. When you have to make a decision sometimes to protect you. Sometimes the greatest sacrifice you and I'm not saying that Nicole doesn't need an umbrella because she's got like 80. Literally. Okay, maybe not 80 eight is probably more appropriate um 
But there are moments when we reach for something in our toolbox that we've replaced multiple times. And we don't have it. Um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially. Um, sexually. We take things out of our toolbox to help people. We don't ever go back to say, hey, can I have that back? Um, a lot of times, as quick as we replace the investment, we give it again. And I don't know who it's for, but somebody, you got to replace your umbrella and leave your umbrella. And the next time somebody needs an umbrella, um, either one, <laughs> be more secure with it, make sure you get it back, or two, if it's someone that you've helped multiple times, um, go get what you left and use that. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if that makes sense. What I'm trying to say. I just know that when I was sitting in that car, um, pouring rain, knowing that I have had many umbrellas, knowing that Nicole doesn't need six in her car. Um, they're probably mostly in our classroom now, but I digress. Make sure you got an umbrella for you. Um, protect your chickens. That's not where I want to close. This is where I want to close. Speaking of protecting your chickens. No, you know what? That's where I'm going to close. So until next week, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Peace.